You're listening to the Bryony Kennedy Lifestyle Edit, brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. And welcome back to the Bryony Kennedy Lifestyle Edit. My name is Jack Thatcher, and of course, I'm joined by Bryony Kennedy. Hello. How are you? Welcome back. I'm good. I'm good. Another 3am start, though, I have to say. These fun mornings I'm having. You should be doing breakfast radio. Uh, Correct, correct. Yes, that's exactly right. Absolutely. But we're here. We are indeed. And we're really excited because we have our first guest that we've had. So I'm going to hand it over to you shortly to um, have a chat with the lovely Brioni Croft who's joined us today. He's going to talk to us about all things fashion. It's very exciting. And I'm going to hand it over to you now, Bryony. I've known you now for, ooh, 13 years, I suppose. It's going to be about, yeah. And we met at a networking event, sat next to each other. It was very interesting because I'm Bryony, you're Brioni, spelt the same, so it confused everybody there. And what I got to learn very quickly from you was that you have a passion for all things image Mm -hmm. and you were one of my first Adorn consultants back in the day. I was. Back when I had the idea that I wanted to build this business around image, I needed to make sure that I also had an income. Yes. And... I was one of your very first, if not first. I think you were, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, here's an opportunity for you to earn a bit of money while you're setting yourself up with what you truly wanted to do. And uh, the two Bs, the Brionis and the Brionis were out there paving the uh, yeah, with... and just out there teaching <laughs> makeup. And here we go, you know, 15 years later and you are now fully fledged in your own amazing career. Mm. And I wanted to have you here because like me, I'm sure there's other people out there that would love to know what it means to be an image consultant or an image stylist or as probably what a lot of people refer to it as a stylist. Yes. Now, I wanted you to clarify what it is that you do, yep. which is, I think, quite different and unique to maybe what I've heard a lot of stylists do. Yep. Yeah. It's a very good question. There's a lot to this. So there are there's a number of different, I suppose, sub jobs within this industry. So there is uh, a fashion stylist, there is a personal shopper, there is an image consultant. Mm. Um, and what I like to refer myself as is more of an image specialist. So I'm specialising in the concept of personal branding mm. um, and how how a consistent personal brand for an individual can enhance career growth and career projection. So would that be very much around personality then? Is that what, because I think for, you know, layman's terms, people might be thinking branding, well, I don't need a brand. So would they then think, okay, it's my personality, that's the brand that you're trying to evoke for these people. Is that right? Um, It's part of it. I think it's actually a lot more complex than that. So, uh, I agree this idea of um, being a brand as a concept of marketing Mm. is a really challenging way of thinking when you're thinking about yourself as an individual. But what I would say is um, you are your best marketing tool. Mm. So how you're choosing to show up, be it uh, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you choose to present, is ultimately going to have an effect on what opportunities come your way and what opportunities you choose to take. Agree, yeah. So I suppose um, the concept of there's many facets of an image. So it's, it's, 
it actually goes back to, first of all, you need to do the the professional and personal development to understand what it is that you're actually trying to achieve with... And this is the person that's wanting to... This is the person. Yeah. Yes. So it's not even looking at um, fashion. Mm. So if you want to look at fashion and you just want to dress in a way that is um, contemporary, on trend, Mm. all of that kind of thing, then you would be looking at a fashion stylist or a personal shopper because you're only dealing with the trends, you're only going to the stores to to pick pieces to... Um, Which could be laborious because you're constantly then having to, if you're not sure of yourself yes. and maybe what, what it is you're trying to project, whether it is personality or your brand... Mm-hmm. You're going to have to constantly be doing that because you're not understanding the fundamentals about yourself Absolutely. either. Personality is part of your brand mm, though. Mm. If you're not dressing for your personality, you're going to feel like you're dressing for somebody else. Absolutely. So it is really important to understand what your personality is, but it's also understand what, what you know, how do you want to influence, who are you influencing, yeah. how might they, what's your impression management strategy around that. Mm. Um it's a really important, there's many different facets that you want to look at before you, you look at the, the, the fashion side of things and the clothing you're choosing to wear. So what do you, I'm sure the individuals that come to you see a huge value in this because they're, they're obviously um, in, a, in a situation or a dynamic or a profession that this is important. Mm. But what do you say to those that maybe should care mm-hmm. but maybe don't? Maybe mm-hmm. they think they that people should just take them for who they are and what I wear should just be not important. You should just take me as I am and people should employ me regardless of what I'm wearing and people should take me serious regardless of what I'm wearing. Okay, so what I would say is, first of all, are you feeling confident in what you're wearing? Because mm. I would often find with people that I've worked with before when they are um, kind of brushing the, the topic of image to the side, there's often some confidence yeah. um, problems or like the way that they see themselves. Yes. Might be some some questions around that. Yeah. But I would also I would also refer to the concept of first impressions and the psychology of image. Mm. So when you when you're seeing somebody walk down the street, humans are judgmental. Yeah. We are very judgmental. Are. Yeah. So if we're seeing somebody walk down the street um, that has the same intellect, has the same position, one is presenting really well and one is looking a little bit scruffy, mm. we are automatically, from a professional sense, going to assume that the person who's dressed well is going to do a better job. Mm. Yeah, and I, look, and I would agree with that and I would think that I, I would like to think that I'm the least non-judgmental person when it comes to people. I think that I take people off their, on their mm. merit and their, their I suppose, um, personalities and their attitude. But you do look at people, especially when I've been interviewing people. So from my perspective, I, there's two things I'll look at is how they're put together. Mm-hmm. And I might not love what they're wearing, but it's still how they've put it together. You know, is there a bra strap hanging out and it's all twisted and, you know, is there a tag hanging out the back? Is it, are you looking a bit dishevelled? It's the finer details that I'll look at. And I also do look at how fast someone walks towards my... This is a whole different dynamic of conversation. But I, <laughs> yeah. but I do look at how fast someone walks to my meeting table when I'm first interviewing someone because yeah. if they're meandering on, it's, again, that's my perception that, you yeah. you know, you're a bit too too relaxed for my liking for this role. Um, yeah. And you do, you do, you do judge people based on um, what they're capable of yep. and those finer details it's that they're putting together. It's a subconscious message. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> it's Absolutely. a really subconscious message. So if you are... 
the the effects of when you are presenting well and you feel good about yourself mm. is that you are going to give a very different energy across to the people that Agreed. you're you're talking to and you will in most cases come across as a little bit more authoritarian mm. in what you're saying because you're you know what you're talking about you're holding yourself in a way that is projecting mm. um, a sense of confidence so the person that you're talking with is going to trust you yes and if you if you can build the trust with individuals from the very get go, that's where you create incredible relationships, personal and professional, that can keep developing and create these opportunities for you. And that is why I've always believed the image, because it is the first thing that most people will notice, mm. is so powerful if you get it right and yeah. you do it authentically. And I would almost take it a little bit further too, because I know when uh, you and I worked together doing the makeup classes, and I had the same, I suppose, block with people where it was, oh, I don't wear makeup, I can't be bothered. Um, people should just love me for who I am. And yes, that's that's right. They, mm -hmm. they, they should. Absolutely. But the way I approached it with a few people was, I want you to think about the days that you've got your makeup on and you feel that you look amazing, as opposed to the day that you've gone out to the shops and thought, I'm just going to chuck on some sunnies, and then someone you meet catches your eye and you're chatting with them, and the whole time you're not present because the whole time you're thinking, they're looking at my pimple, they're mm -hmm. looking at my black bags, oh, my God, I've got my pyjama pants on. Yep. So you've, you're not in the present moment because you are actually concerned about how you are looking at that moment in time. And, yep. I, and I'd take that one step further that if you are in that, not even just being caught out, but if you're not confident maybe to figure out what it is you're going to wear or mm -hmm. maybe confident to wear a little bit of makeup, you are sort of hiding behind, you know, tucking your hair and, oh, I better put my glasses on. And I think you're so wrapped up in not feeling good about yourself. Yes, I couldn't agree more. You're so, you're not present because you're just so feeling like, oh, I don't look as good as she does or him or, oh, my jacket's this or my hair, oh. And I think you you don't realise and it's not about being vain. It's about you're not able to be present when you're not yep. feeling confident. And would yep. that be how you're taking this image? Absolutely, absolutely. It's a it's an, it's an opportunity and it's part of your toolkit. So why would you not want mm. to um, feel be, good, be, be your best and feel good? Mm. But also I think a lot of the time people can confuse the idea of looking good and feeling good with, well, I always have to dress up. Mm. That's not the case. Correct. You can have a wonderful casual wardrobe and athleisure wear, if you mm. want to call it that, that is still part of your identity. It's still part mm. of your personal brand um, and, and, and look the part and, and, and be the person that you want to be. Absolutely. And it's the same with makeup. You, you know, you don't have to have a full face of makeup, mm. but if it's something that makes you feel good and it is something that represents who you are, yeah. then why wouldn't you use that? Absolutely. It's a really good tool to have in, in your back pocket. Mm, mm. Mm. So what would you say the steps are for, I think there's two um, areas here, what would the steps be when you're, dealing with a, a new client? Like, mm -hmm. how do you take them through this? And then what about those that maybe can't um, either reach you mm -hmm. specifically yep. um, or an image uh, branding specialist? What could they do themselves maybe? So what yep. can they do when they're working with you or what do you do? Yep. And then what can someone do if they, they want to try and embark on this themselves? Yeah. So what I would say when people come to see me, I 
Um, I I obviously specialise in this field. So I'm very good at picking up social cues from individuals. And you work with men and women? Men and women. uh, And they're typically of, um, they have a high level personal brand. So that means that they're, uh, they might be in media, they might be the face of their brand mm. uh, and run a business or they might be uh, quite high up in the corporate world. Mm. So they're the individuals who are influencing people mm. is, is what I would say that, that the people that I work with. However, the concept is the same no matter where you are uh, within your professional or personal mm. um, careers. Uh, so the first and, first and foremost, you need to understand who you are. Mm. So ask yourself the questions of where am I now but where do I want to be? Because I would always say dress for where you want to be as long as it's still being authentic to who you are and you can see that as a version of of yourself uh, and try not to be influenced by what you're you're seeing around you. So, for example, if you're um, working in an office and you you know that you want to take the next step to mid-level management or wherever it might be, don't necessarily dress the way that you're seeing your leaders dress. Mm. You need to do that, uh, the personal development where you you really figure out what it is that you're wanting to do uh, within your careers. Great tools to use once you've figured out what that is, is Pinterest. Mm. You need to create some mood yeah, boards. Love, love Pinterest, yeah. Whether it's, whether it's clothing or whether it's a feeling, whether it's a colour, uh, anything that kind of attracts you, there's and a I th- reason. I think that's a good I think that's a really good point that you're making there to give them that as a tool because I would say that it would be quite confronting for some people to admit how they may want to look or feel Yes. because they maybe think I've got no right to look like that. So I think if that was me, that Pinterest, it's kind of like taking it away. Like this is my my goal Mm -hmm. but I don't feel so bad because I'm showing you it rather than saying what I want to look like. Would you feel that that, that you get that, people feel that confrontation around themselves? Yeah, definitely. And there might be small steps that you take over the next couple of years to get yourself to that Mm. image point that that you foresee for yourself. And that's where I actually step in as, as the... Um, consultant side of thing because I can figure out based on the images that you've chosen, what's the consistent story Mm. through here? When when I ask you questions, so Bryony, if you were to have, um, let's say, 40 images uh, pinned, Mm. I would ask you, what's your top five? And I'd ask you questions like, um, what is it about this image that is attracting you? And you might say, it's it's the way that that person is holding themselves. Um, and then the other one might be it's the pair of trousers that she's wearing. Yeah. But there is always a consistent storyline of the images that you've, you've picked. And some of them will be a little bit more um, uncomfortable for you to talk about mm. and some you'll feel quite confident and comfortable talking about yeah. right then. So then that's my job to find the happy medium because okay. I don't want to dress you in pieces that you're just comfortable in. Yeah. I want to make you feel a little bit like, I'm not uncomfortable, but I'm taking a step in the right direction. And that's what I would say to the listeners is you need to make sure that you're creating this image and creating the storyline for your wardrobe that makes you feel like you're taking a step. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely does. Because I think, you know, we can all look at things that we want to wear or want to project 
But I do think as we speak about this in, in, the, in the business world, there's that whole um, imposter syndrome mm. and, I, and I feel that that would be very much relevant on a day-to-day basis with, with everybody yeah. feeling that, oh, I'm not good enough to be wearing that. Um, you know, I think... There, there are some individuals that probably are quite confident, but I, but often you'll see people that might be wearing beautiful clothes, but they're letting the clothes wear them too. There's, Absolutely. There's, there's that. So, you know, I often will go out with my husband and we'll, we'll see people, you know, God, lining up for nightclubs. Jesus, who yeah. would... I'm just I'm glad I'm over that now. But anyway, you're seeing all these people looking gorgeous, but they're not holding themselves well. Yeah. Um, they're feeling uncomfortable. And I think it gets back to what you were saying before, that these people are dressing for fashion. Yes. They're not creating a style for themselves. Yes. So what's the difference? Yeah. So fashion is basically your following. Mm. So fashion is what we're seeing in media. Fashion is what's obviously um, the trend forecast, whereas style is you are choosing to influence. So you do, based on what's available to us, we Mm. still have to pick what items we want to purchase from a store But rather than following the trend, we're looking at these garments and saying, do they actually fit in Mm. with what we've already created in our wardrobes and how we want to represent ourselves and um, manipulate the trend Mm. to suit you? Yes. Rather than the trend influencing you in a way that you'll just just put it on because that's what everybody else is doing and that keeps you cool and modern. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I also think too in that, respect, because I, I, I tend to um, have a very diverse um, way of dressing. I, I would agree with that. Yes, you've seen my wardrobe. <laughs> There's no consistency around how I dress. But no, but that is the consistency. Yes. Is, because that's created a message of... You don't you know what a, to expect. You're a bit, you're a bit unexpected <laughs> yeah, as far as... Yeah. Because I know you as as a friend as well. You you outgoing. You are a person that I can. I know that I can rely on to yes. be a little bit unique in the way that you think. Yeah, and that is represented through what you choose okay. to wear. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's that's a nice way of putting. <laughs> nice way of putting it. Don't you smile, Jack, over there. <laughs> Listen here. Uh, but I, I, for, for me, like I'm very much drawn to color. So it's all about color. But yes, when there's something that comes out, um, I've never been drawn to. Fashion, yep. um, but if I find that there is something that's fashionable at that point, I may buy that. But it, of course, it has to sort of mix with what I'm already wearing or what I've already got. And mm. I think the perception for some people is that they've got to get everything that's in fashion, and mm. then they'll look good. Mm, and, it, and and it looks so, so obvious. far from the truth. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and it is because it looks so obvious that you've just pulled everything that's fashionable or yep. so-called fashionable, and you've tried to put it all together. And that's where I think it starts to wear you. Yes. And I think there's all. Also that perception around people thinking they've got to spend a lot of money. And I'm not an advocate for supporting uh, fast fashion, but I also think that, you know, you don't need to spend a huge amount of money to create your style or your brand either. No, you don't. You definitely don't. You just need to, what I would say is you just need to actually purchase um, good quality Mm. and you don't, like you said, you don't have to pay a lot of money for good quality, but you just do want to make sure that you've got pieces that are actually going to last more than two years. Yes. So you can build a really strong base for your wardrobe that is uh, you can add to. So you need to have what I would actually suggest and is something that could definitely be added. First of all, when you're purchasing an item, it must go with a minimum of four other pieces within your wardrobe. Okay, that's a good tip. Otherwise, just don't buy it yeah. because you're not going to get you're not going to get the wear out of it and you're going to feel like it's a little bit out of place in your wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, that's a good tip. And then the other one is 
choose a base colour palette of three tones. So, for example, a really obvious one would be black, white and beige. Mm -hmm. Those three colours all mix together. No matter what you choose to put Mm. top and bottom, it will always go. So you're going to find if you have 15 items in your wardrobe in just those three colours, you'll be able to easily get minimum 40 outfits from that. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah. And that's that's why you don't need to spend a lot of money on clothing. You just need to be smart about what Mm. you're purchasing and try not to go out and browse. Yeah. As soon as you go out and start browsing, that's where you get temptations mm. to, to purchase things that actually just aren't right and you're looking at a price rather than an actual item that's going to work back in with, with yeah. what you've got, that's consistent with what you've got. So when um, an individual comes to you and they have done that homework around, you know, maybe it's the Pinterest and they're, they're sort of trying to create or, or get comfortable with who they are, yes. then what's the next step? Is that something that you would then go and teach them how to shop for that new brand or image they're creating? And then is there tools that they have that they could then do that themselves later on? Is that... Yeah. So for my clients, I actually go and source all of the pieces and Mm. I essentially bring it to one location and there is a full half day of literally trying on everything and making sure um, that it's telling the right right story, uh, it's resonating with that individual, but then obviously I'm looking at proportion and Mm. making sure that the clothing that we're choosing is actually um, the right fit, I suppose, for as far as literal fit of clothing for a body shape. Yeah, yeah, okay. And as far as doing it on your own, like I said before, it's it's more about having a really succinct list of what you want to add. So, um, I mean, you can definitely, you can Google, you know, what are the what are the top pieces for a base wardrobe, but I would make sure that you understand what you like to wear first because mm. a lot of those would be you need one pair of trousers, mm. you need one pair of jeans. Quite but generic, if, yeah. Yes. If you if you don't actually like wearing jeans, well, what's the alternative? Yeah. Yeah. But roughly I would say you need to have um, four bottoms, you need to have, I would say, eight tops and a couple of jackets mm. to have a, a, a good circular wardrobe yeah. for yourself. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because I think too with um, fashion, I think not fashion, styling, <laughs> I think we, you know, yes, it's good to have your key pieces but I think that's also a good tip is to know what it is that you want to project but also what is what is the key things that you're comfortable with as mm. well to wear mm. and try and work around that. So for me, like I, I can't... St- stand wearing skirts or anything that I can feel that's tight around my, it's a sensory issue for me. Midriff? Yeah, I just can't, I don't know, I just don't like the feel of it. So for me, I'm very much about pants and or, or, long, or, or all in one dresses. Yep. So for me, you know, yes, there's probably some skirts that I could wear, but I'm not comfortable with them. So it's... it's so why it's, would you wear them? Correct, correct. So there's, all, <laughs> there's also that element of not having to feel that you need to wear a particular thing either um, just because, you know, you feel that you should. I mean, it's, I think, finding what you're comfortable with also, of course, you know, the brand that you're trying to project. So, look, a lot of what you've said is really, really valuable, I think, and it all comes back to the fact that people need to get very clear on themselves as people and work on that and then feel, or maybe not feel confident, but 
learn to go with that uncomfortable feeling for a bit until you are comfortable with this brand and this image that you're projecting. And I think we need to remember we as individuals change. Mm. We evolve. So your image needs to evolve with it. Mm. So if you're still wearing what you wore at the end of high school and you're now in your mid-30s... And that goes for makeup too, people. Yeah. Yeah. You need... You need to look at evolving mm. because you will feel a different sense of confidence. You're in a different stage of life. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. It- and look, and, and I think um, Brioni, to to wrap it up, I think that what we need to remember, and this is what I tell some of my friends and even my sisters, who I know sometimes can be a little bit um, lacking in, in confidence with what they're wearing, is the fact that everyone only gives a shit about themselves. Yeah. They're only <laughs> they're you're, you're at a party or a wedding or you're at work, and everybody is worrying about their own body shape, their own hair, their own makeup, their own, does this shirt look okay? Everybody's so wrapped up in their own, not from a selfish or a vain perspective, but from some kind of an insecurity mm-hmm. that they're not noticing the things that you're noticing mm-hmm. about yourself. Mm-hmm. So just remember that everybody feels like that, mm-hmm. if that at least helps you get through the day, that think that they've got the same thoughts as you. So look, I'd love to um, wrap it up first of all by saying thank you so much My for pleasure. explaining this because I'm sure there's so many people that have been like, what is what is image? What is branding? What is fashion and styling? Um, how do people find you, Brioni, if they want to reach out? So probably the easiest way is on Instagram. I've um, There's actually on my Instagram, there's quite a few little tips about, uh, you know, I would say probably more fashion stuff, mm. but then also the psychology of image, which we briefly touched on today. So Instagram's a good one. Um, of course, the website, which is just briennecroft.com.au. Yep. Um, and then LinkedIn as well. I'm there as well. And I love, just before we go, I love your um, Instagram where you're stepping in and out of different clothes mm-hmm. and uh, you're showing all the different pieces that can be mixed and matched. And so, look, I think, you know, even if uh, someone's in a different state to Victoria and they can't access you, um, you know, I think just checking out your Instagram because it's inspirational from that point of view. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Look forward to our next episode with you, which is all about sustainability. You've been listening to the Bryony Kennedy Lifestyle Edit, brought to you by Dawn Cosmetics. Luxury without the guilt. I think we f***ed that up. <laughs> no, you did. You did. You went near a microphone.